Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. So we, we, we saw the man in Mark chapter 5 and um, when Jesus came to him, he was totally demonized, demon-possessed, lived in a cave. No one could tame him. Nobody could help him. He was a total outcast in society, a total reject. If we had to put that man through a psychological analysis, I wonder what we have found. What got him there? But Jesus didn't talk about his past. Jesus set him free. And then Jesus spoke to him about his future. And I want to say this to many of you. You've been stuck in the past too long. You've held on to your pain too long. You've held on to your misery too long. You've held on to the reason of your hopelessness too long. It's time to get up out of your yesterday and to embrace the tomorrow and the future that God has for you. Because God says, I know the thoughts I think towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. Life is not fair. There's not a person alive that will not go through some bad times. Melia, hello. There's not a, a person in this life that will not experience racial prejudice. Even the speech pink preacher experienced it during COVID. I mean, when, when we met with the president, I was one of the few peach pink people allowed in the room. And it was like, who did the dogs bring out? Or who, who let the dog out? Or who brought the, the, the light in? I just refused to be defined by people that looked down on me because of my skin color. Because last time I looked, I was created in the image of God and I was designed and called for a time like this and I will not be sidelined because of the color of my skin. And I say this to you all the time, you, nobody can make you feel inferior without your permission and your consent. And if you, if, if you live your life as a victim, you give those who victimized you power for the rest of your life. So you have to forgive them, let it go, and get on with the life that God has for you. So, so I wonder what this man's story was. He's in a cave. Where's his family? <laughs> I mean, after we'll get to that now. After Jesus sets him free, he says, go home to your family and your friends. Where was his family and his friends? They just wrote him off. Just put him in a cave. Chained him, bound him, left him. Abandonment, sadly, is part of life. Rejection, loneliness, being discarded, being used while people need you. And afterwards, nobody has any time for you. This man is chained, emotionally messed up. He's got holes in his souls, okay? He's lost. Are you talking about someone that's lost? He's lost. He's in despair. He's cutting himself. He's thinking about suicide. He's bound. He's chained. He's hungry. He's desperate. He's lonely. He goes through every kind of emotion that any human being can go through. I don't know anybody else in the Bible who went through this except Jesus Christ when He was on the cross and He faced a total rejection, total abandonment, the wrath, the anger of God and the judgment that you and I should have faced. But that, yes, a man with a legion of demons, 6,000 demons in him. And those demons cannot stop him from coming to Jesus Christ. When he sees Jesus, and I'll tell you, Jesus said, I must go to the Gadarenes because Jesus had this man on his mind 
and you are in church tonight there in Pretoria in Johannesburg in Cape Town in Potsdam Strum student there in uh, he brought you here tonight to touch you to save you to still your troubled mind to heal you to deliver you oh come on to give you hope of a future of a better life in the name of Jesus because that's the God that we serve one encounter with God and you will never be the same again ask this boy I'm not an 18 year old boy I'm a 57 year old boy but I'll tell you when I was 70 years old writing my matric final exams the day sorry my said the day before I wrote Skynet science I was high Went to the movies and we smoked <laughs> marijuana. We were high and then wrote exam the next day. And then I got saved. <laughs> now some of you forgot what it is to be saved. Some of you forgot what it is, what Jesus can do in your life. So if you are saved and you know it, if you are born again and you know it, if you are heaven bound and you know it, if your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, come on, make the whole world know it. Stop keeping it for yourself and take this Jesus to your world, to your friends and to your family because God has done amazing things in your life. You were blind, now you see, you were lost, now you are found. Oh, come on, I never forget what the Lord has done for me. This year, the 14th of November, 99, it will be 40 years that I've been kept by the grace of God. I will do a little praise twirl in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I mean, my, 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 I wasn't in a cave, but I was in a cave of sin. And, uh, and my, my aunts and uncles warned my cousins not to spend time with me because it was a bad influence. <laughs> and then I got saved and then they, they warned my cousins not to spend time with me because I was a bad influence. <laughs> Amazing, right? But, but check this out. Jesus saves this man. Everybody's written him off. He saves him. He delivers him. And the people come out. And I want to read this. They see the one. They had the legion. 6,000 devils in him. Clothed. Clothed. <clears throat> sitting in his right mind. And they were afraid. You know, when you truly get saved and on fire for God. You become like a hot potato, hot potato. You become like, people don't know what to do with you. Has he lost his mind? No, he, he, he had a lost mind. Now he's got a saved mind. But the world can't handle it. The world can't understand it. Because there is no cause that can change a person like that from one moment bound, a captive to somebody that is clothed, sitting in his right mind. Come on, somebody that was bound, somebody that, oh, come on, some of you forgot what God has done for you. Bound, addicted. And, 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 and those chains have started coming back to you again. And we are going to break those chains in the name of Jesus Christ because there are people waiting on the other side of your freedom. You've chosen to walk back into your cave. You've chosen to walk back into your addiction. You've chosen to walk back into your prison. But I'll tell you tonight, Jesus Christ is here to remind you that the prison doors are open and it's time for you to walk out again into the freedom that He bought for you through the blood of the Lamb. It's time for you again to become sick and tired of being sick and tired 
and turn your back on sin and turn your back on the world and turn back to Jesus Christ with all your heart and watch what God is going to do in your life. If you believe it tonight, shout amen in Jesus' name. So this man is touched by Jesus. He experiences love for the first time in his life. And he just wants to hang around Jesus. And uh, uh, the, script, the script of Babel makes these two things to me. The question is, where was his friends and his family? It doesn't matter. They didn't care about him. But when Jesus touches you, you better care about those who never cared about you. When Jesus saved you, you better get busy saving those who were not interested in your salvation. When Jesus built you, you better begin to think about those who wrote you off and cancelled you and get back to preaching the good news of the gospel. So Jesus says to him, go home to your friends. What friends? The friends you had. The friends that wrote you off. And tell them what the Lord has done for you. And how He has had compassion on you. How can we keep this for ourselves? If Jesus Christ has set us free, come on. I don't want to say it's time to go on a rampage with ex Mavidagans, break my hands, clink for gift. But it's time to go on a right. No, that sounds wrong as well. It's time to go on a crusade. Well, that sounds wrong as well because people did bad things in the name of a crusade. It's time to go on our mission, on our assignment to get some unction and to go tell our friends again. Firstly, it's time for us to walk out of our caves. Come on and own up, own up, own up. And, and, and not make a pol- uh, and not uh, try and find a reason why you've walked back into the prison. You chose to go back into the prison. Listen to me carefully tonight. Many of you have walked back into a prison of sin. You know, I don't preach sin, but you have to hear me. There's a lot of depression, a lot of emotional issues that young people are struggling with because they've turned back to a life of sin. The very things Jesus saved them from, they are engaging in again. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. Numbers says, the soul that sins shall die. So if, if we're going to talk about restoration and freedom, we have to talk about repentance. Not a popular subject in the charismatic, happy, happy, clappy church that switches on television and, and watches what the preacher says. And as soon as the preacher says something they don't like, they flip the channel. Uh, we're not into a feel-good gospel. Let me make it very, very clear to you. We are in a gospel of power. We are in a gospel that liberates a soul. We are in a gospel that saves people. We are in a gospel that gives us power. We are in a gospel that sets us on fire for God in Jesus. Are, Are you listening to me tonight? Some of you are not of a sound mind because you've walked back into a cave of sin. You've returned to former addictions. You've returned to your former rejection. Your former prejudice. Your former racism. What do you think happened during this COVID? This COVID sent so many messages to the world to establish a new pattern and a new order. 
to confuse people. You talk to most people today, you can't even use the word identity. <laughs> you can't say, you see my page on Facebook, 160,000 followers is still blocked because I speak the truth, not against anybody, but I say what the Bible says. I'm not going to wake up to this wakey-wakey generation. I'm going to stay in the Word of God. I'm going to stay preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, no matter how unpopular it is. I'm, I'm not going to talk about against anybody, but I'm going to teach you who you are in Christ. I'm going to teach you who you are meant to be. I'm going to teach you what Jesus Christ came to do. Because I'll tell you what, the princes of this world and the rulers of this world did not come and die for you. There is one person who died for you. His name is Jesus Christ. There is one person who can save you. His name is Jesus Christ. There is one person who can establish you in righteousness. His name is Jesus Christ. There is one person who can come and bring back a sound mind. His name is Jesus Christ. We're not going to apologize. We're not going to become silent. We are not going to become an echo of the world. We are in this world. We are not of this world. Oh, come on, CRC. Lift your voice and shout it, Amen. Because if you don't stand for something, you will fall for everything else. We will not listen to the educators of this world and to the Disney programs of this world that want to provocate everything that is against the order of God as normal. No, we will stand our ground and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ until our children walk out of the classroom if they teach that rubbish. I mean, today you have a baby, you can't tell her she's a little girl. She has to decide. My word. Well, okay, maybe you young people, are, don't know where you are, but you know our first child was a girl. Angelique, the sonar told us, because we didn't have your fancy stuff because all this fancy nonsense is what's confusing you all the sophisticated garbage that the world propagates in the guise of caring for people it's nonsense so the, we, we looked for one thing sorry sorry nee jylle kan hem of my so kyk asof ek Frans praat ek praat nie Frans of Spaans nie ek praat Afrikaans and when she came out, because <laughs> the sonar told us it's a boy, because she left wrong. Then I had a dream two weeks before she was born. As a girl I said to Noreta, it's a girl. And the blue was, the rumors, green pink, uh, green, green blue. She actually lived in a, bo in a boy. You can't even say boy anymore. In a boy's room. And then David, the sonar says, little girl. But I, 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 I want to go two weeks before the time. So with that, little thing came out of Noretta's womb. I was looking for one thing. And I said, it's a boy. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Hallelujah. 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 I, 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 I totally get it. And I have to say this. I totally get that sometimes there's hormones and there are things that people are struggling with and wrestling with and I have total compassion total, total, total I'm not against any person 
But I'm against this rubbish that you can now identify with over 100 um, gender identities. Make up your mind who you are. And tell all of us. Now you won't like this. There's a woman, uh, a, 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 a white woman, but you know, I say things that people don't like. So she's a white woman. She says, I identify as an African-American. And she actually took those injections to make her skin darker. And now people are saying to her, what the heck? You're not African-American. You're a white girl that's had a lot of injections. So don't call me white again. God wants to restore you. Listen to me very carefully. A broken soul will lead to a broken life. There are, there's enough things out there that breaks a mind. You don't have to break your own mind. A lot of things that wants to mess you up. You don't have to do the work messing you up. You have to make a decision. So Psalm 23, we, it's, a, it's a well-known psalm. I'm not going to read the whole psalm or I will. Verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. We need that more than ever. Restoration of our souls, our minds, our thoughts. He leads me beside in parts of righteousness for His name's sake. He restores me, then He leads me. Verse 5, He prepares a table before me. A table, the Word, a feast. In the presence of my enemies, You anoint my head with fresh oil. People need a fresh anointing. People need a touch of God in their minds. So that this fear, thoughts of suicide, depression, heaviness, craziness, 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 self-destructive patterns will be broken by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on. Come on, somebody do me a favor tonight and just shout freedom. Shout it on television. Shout it in Pretoria. Shout it in Johannesburg. I pray to God you are sick and tired of being sick and tired. I pray to God tonight that you are tired of being in a prison of depression, a prison of addiction, a prison of bondage, a prison of unforgiveness, a prison of bitterness. I pray to God you are tired of being tired, that you are tired of being fatigued and weighed down by sin and the consequences of sin. The Bible says it was for freedom that Christ has set you free. Get out of your cave tonight. Get out of your prison tonight. Get out of your addiction tonight. Get out of your excuse tonight. Walk out. The prison doors have been opened. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? 
What are you doing? Get back to a right mind. Get back to your sound mind. Get back into the presence of Jesus. I mean, this man, Jesus, brings him out of the cave and he doesn't walk back to the cave, did he? No. He said, I want to follow you, Jesus. Jesus says, no man, go tell people what God's done for you. And he evangelizes 10 cities. One encounter with God. If you don't talk about your freedom, then your old sins will come back to your life. Listen to me today. People want freedom, but they don't want to be filled. Bar's very clear. When an unclean spirit leaves you, he goes to dry places. When God delivers you, when God sets you free, when Jesus comes into your life, when the anointing touches you, when the power of Satan is broken over your life, that devil leaves you, but he's going to come back because the Bible said so. And if he finds the house empty, he's going to go get seven other devils, more evil than himself. And they're going to occupy that house. And that depression is going to be worse. That addiction is going to be worse. That trauma is going to be worse if they find the house empty, swept and clean. That's why it's dangerous territory when you are playing a life of sin. And at the same time, you're crying out for freedom. You have to make up your mind where you stand. If the Lord is God, follow Him. If not, then don't play. Because even Jesus, after He was tempted by the devil, and He resisted Satan with Scripture, Bob says the devil left Him for a more opportune time. So I can lay hands on you tonight and heal you and deliver you. But that devil is going to come back. When Jesus healed the man with a withered hand, remember, stretch out your hand. Later on, he found the same man. And what did he say to him? Sin no more or else a worse thing will come upon you. You don't receive Jesus Christ and freedom and then go dabble back with the things that he saved you from. Because the devil knows you. I don't want to put fear upon you, but you better get this. Tonight, you have to draw the line. As Elijah said to the people, if the Lord is God, follow Him. If not, they don't follow Him. Tonight you have to draw a line in the sand and you have to make up your mind which side you are standing on because we are standing on the side of Jesus. The fire of God's going to fall and the power of God's going to fall and God's going to anoint you with fresh oil and the devil is going to lose his grip over your mind and over your body and over your thoughts and you will walk in glorious freedom again. Shout Amen tonight. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah! Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. If you're not tired of taking that, um, snorting that cocaine, you're not tired of popping those tablets, you're not tired. You're not going to repent. Give the devil the power. Oh, the Satan wasn't even defeated yet. This man was bound by 6,000 devils. But when he saw Jesus, he knew there's hope. Don't tell me sleeping around with your girlfriend is making you happy. You can be as cool as a, as a cucumber. I don't care. Don't tell me. It's eating away at your soul. Don't tell me. 
what is displeasing to God is okay. It's not. It's eating away at your soul. It's destroying you. And it will lead to other problems. Verstechtu. Huh? This man was hungry for freedom. Not this chilled, laid back, spitless, powerless Christianity that many young people are gravitating to. I tell me this generation doesn't need a raw encounter with God. What's different between you and me? A few numbers, man. Your spirit needs God as much as my spirit needed God when I was bound. When I was bound by addiction, racism. Don't tell me you're with this special little generation now. That you just want to feel good, 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 good. Your feeling good is what's causing you to lose your mind. You need to get right with God. I said you need to get right with God. You need to get right with God. You need to get right with God. Listen to me there in Pretoria. You need to get right with God. Get back to God. Get back to God. Like this man did. He ran to God. He ran. Ran to church. God wants to restore you. He wants to restore your soul. I'll say it again because a broken soul leads to a broken life. And there's many things that broke us. Break, 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 break a soul. Don't you be the cause of it. Oh, my husband made me mad. My wife made me mad. The teacher made me mad. The politician made me mad. Blah, 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 blah. You're the gatekeeper of your own mind. You're the gatekeeper of your own heart. You, you decide. Those doors are open. You walk out or you walk in. You can't walk in and out, 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 in and out. That's going to destroy your mind. It's going to mess you up. You can't go in, out, in, out, in, out. You have to decide. And rather be the prodigal son and go to that pigsty until you've had enough. Me waar praat ek nou? Camera, wat sê in? Hallo, daar jy. Beautiful TV audience. I love you. Jesus loves you. You better count me. There's freedom. There's liberty in the person in the presence of, I don't know where I am, in the person, in the presence of Jesus Christ. There's a future, there's a hope, there's a great tomorrow in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. Come to Jesus, as that man did. A man bound, insane. You come to Jesus Christ and you give yourself to Him in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So the word restore means, listen, to bring you back to your former state of glory. Means to repair. There's a lot of things that destroy your soul, your mind, your will, your mind, your emotions. A lot of things. God wants to repair it. Reparation. Means to renovate. Means to replenish. It means to refresh. It means to revive. More than ever, people need their souls restored.
repaired. The walls that have been broken down have to be rebuilt, have to be repaired. The willpower that used to be able to say no, that is now non-existent, has to be repaired. The discipline. God's not giving you a spirit of fear, power, love, and a sound mind. That word sound mind also means a spirit of discipline where you, you can take charge of your thoughts because that's where the battle begins. You lose your mind, you lose your life. So these emotional issues that people struggle with, although justifiable because of crises and trauma, Jesus came as the remedy, as He did for this man to give you beauty for ashes, to open your prison door, to set you free from your captivity. Now, I've dealt with a lot of people. Some people like to be bound. You can't help them. They like it. Sometimes people are not down and out long enough, low enough for them to come to their senses. That prodigal son had to first squander everything, lose everything. Then he came to his right mind. That's why I'm saying we can't go both ways. Because if you, you yeah, there, yeah, there, your mind gets confused. You're hot or you're cold. You're for God or you're not for God. You have to make up your mind. You can't do this thing. It's, it's going to eat your conscience away. It's going to eat your mind away. It's going to leave you empty, hollow. More than anything else. There's nobody as unhappy as a Christian that lives in willful sin. Sinners are supposed to sin. Christians not. Because your nature is now righteous. So if you're still walking back to the cave, you've lost something. I'll tell you what you lost. You've lost focus of Jesus Christ. You've lost sight of Jesus Christ. You've lost sight of your salvation. And I'm telling you, not judging you, not condemning you. You need to get back to Jesus. You need to get back to your deliverer, back to your saver. You have to get back out of your prison. Stop justifying it. Stop talking about grace, 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 grace as a license for sin. No. The grace of God broke the power of sin over your life. The grace of God is your tutor. The grace of God is what leads you in a life of freedom in Jesus' name. Come on. For by grace you have been saved from sin. Saved. Delivered. So if you sin, you have an advocate with the Father. But you cannot practice sin as a way of life because it will destroy your soul. You need to hear me very carefully tonight, young person. You can't jump from bed to bed to bed to bed and think you're going to be okay. Because every time you sleep with somebody who have a soul tie, it will eat away at your soul. It's not a game. It's not a game, this. You are dealing with yourself. People commit suicide. We don't know why. Because they lost their minds. Something caused them to lose their minds. You need to protect your mind. Treasure your mind. Respect. Because what you do today will determine your next 50 years as a 20-year-old. What you do at university. Party, party, party. Ten girlfriends in one year and you think you're not going to be a crazy person. You're already crazy, man. Go look in the mirror. There's no light. There's no life. I don't judge you. I'm telling you. 
And you have to numb it with alcohol and other substances. You have to numb that void, that pain, that anguish, that depression that you are causing yourself. Then you want to come to church and somebody must just come and say, The first message Jesus preaches is repent. The first message the early church preaches is repent. <laughs> means turn away from sin. Sin is what causes you to lose yourself. Listen carefully. Listen, listen, listen. I did it once and I tore my ear. Remember that? It was bleeding. I can't wear that shirt ever again. I get too passionate up here. <laughs> It eats away at your soul, young person. It eats away at your soul. It eats away at your joy. It eats away at your peace. It eats away at your, your robe of righteousness. And that's why you're now suddenly looking for an identity outside of the world of God. Because you don't, it doesn't suit your flesh what, what, what God is saying. But what the world is doing is destroying their minds. What Disney is promoting these programs is destroying your child's mind. You better put a code on your television and block what your children watch and, and be the gatekeeper of your children. Oh, come on. Don't give a little hand clap like that. Be the gatekeeper of your soul. You can't put junk in your mind and expect that you're going to have a great life. People feel like Nehemiah, I won't be long. Say Jesus, I'll be back quick. It's 2,000 years. <laughs> he said, behold, I come quickly. Okay, Jesus, is that your quick? So then I won't be long is relative. Okay, I'll be quick. <clears throat> For real, I want to get you out here by 12. Because, because who knows, Jesus, it says he's coming back at midnight hour. <laughs> Remember those revival meetings we had and we went on six days a week for seven months, every night till after 12. From seven till 12 every night and nobody ever had enough. Today... People have a birthday party on Sunday rather than go to church. Have a photo shoot. Sorry, I'm not where I know what people are doing. I'm just telling you. I hear it there. Have a fun run. Your fun run is not going to save you. Where are the days where you, you told people that came and visited you over the weekend, you said, Sunday we're going to church. Mama, Papa, you're coming with to church. Granny, Grandma, you're coming with to church. Thank you. And if you don't want to come back to church, I'm going to church. The grandkids are going to church. My wife's going to church. You can make the food, Mama, if you don't want to come. Where are those days where we don't play? And we're hungry for God again, hungry for revival. And don't serve God at this half-hearted, lackluster pace and expect revival to break out. It's not going to happen. Where were you? No, my family visited me. What the heck, man? Tomorrow your family leaves you and you end up in a cave. They're not going to come visit you in the cave. So many feel like Nehemiah. 
In the Message Bible, he says, I've forgotten what the good life is like. As I say to myself, this is it, I'm finished. No, you're not. Say amen. He said, God is a lost cause. I listen to these debates. I don't watch television. I watch good debates on YouTube with intelligent people that debate intelligent things. Issues. I'll never forget the trouble. People have been through trouble. This COVID has caused our young people. I mean, I can't even imagine what it must be to be an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 7-year-old, out of school for two years, out of university, out of circulation, isolation. The worst thing for a young person, not being able to participate in sport. Um, it's, it's terrible. It's, we're working in the, and I'm not magnifying this COVID, but we're in the aftermath of COVID. It's not just about the masks. It's the damage that have been caused to people psychologically, and you have to hear me. People have been damaged. And people need to be helped. Our young people need to be helped. They need to be brought back to their senses. Back to the presence of God where they will be restored in Jesus' name. He says, I'll never forget the trouble, the utter lostness, the taste of ashes, the poison I've swallowed. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember. I'm... The feeling of hitting rock bottom. But there's one thing I do remember. And I keep on remembering I keep a grip on hope. Hallelujah. God's loyal love couldn't have run out. His merciful love couldn't have dried up. Not because of COVID or every world rulers that are plotting and scheming. They're not going to stop what God has for you. And they're not going to stop the momentum of God's kingdom. Because Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And of the increase of His kingdom, there shall be no end. Listen, listen. We are poised for the greatest revival. But we need the Christians to wake up first. We need the Christians to get anointed first. We need the half-hearted people to get on fire for God first. In Jesus' name. Because... If the church is lukewarm, we are not going to see revival. We have to get full on with God in Jesus' name. And go tell your girlfriend that you've been sleeping with the last two years. We're not doing it any longer. Do you have the guts to do that? Some of you, okay, once I'm, I'm thinking... You know, if you burn Mary, don't play games. It's going to mess you up. It already has messed you up. How about we so in love? Man, gaan praat nonsense met die man anders. You're full of lust, you're not full of love. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> uh, he says, watch how I do it. Oh, uh, uh, he says, God's loyal love couldn't have run out. His most love. He created everything new. Oh, how great is your faithfulness. I'm sticking with God. I know many of you came to the altar. There's many of you standing in the pews that you have to make a decision. Jesus, it's a clean slate. 
He forgives you. He cleanses you. And he says, now follow me. Spirit, soul, and body. Giving all to him. Surrendering everything to him. And the peace of God will then flood your heart and mind. This partial surrender doesn't work. This half-hearted in and out doesn't work. God has done great things for many of you. Give yourself back. It's just one prayer. Give yourself back to Him. Give Jesus the ownership of your life again. And receive forgiveness. And freedom. Everybody pray with me in every church tonight. Say, Lord Jesus. I give myself back to you. My spirit, my soul, my body, I ask you to cleanse me, to wash me, to purify me with your blood. I ask you, Jesus, to break the hold of the devil over every area of my life. I repent from every known sin and I turn to you and I ask you, save my soul. Save me, Jesus, from ruin and from destruction. I confess, Jesus Christ, you are the risen Christ. You died for my sin. You rose from the grave. You remain my Lord and my pursuit tonight I walk out of my cave and I come to you and I ask you to be merciful to cleanse me from all unrighteousness to break every hold of the devil over my mind over my life every addiction Every curse broken, every hurt healed. Thank you for forgiveness. And because you forgave me, I now forgive every person that sinned against me. I forgive them because you forgave me in Jesus' name. I'm not a prisoner. I'm a son. I'm free. I receive my freedom tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, let the saints be joyful in their king. Come on, Pretoria, Johannesburg, Bloemfontein. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.